0: Hey guys, welcome back. This is The Reactor's Cut. I'm Gabe.
1: And I'm Stel.
0: And this week, in honor of Pride Month, um, we watched Moonlight, mm-hmm. which in case you didn't know, is pretty
1: queer. Yeah. Uh, I've been wanting to watch this film for a long time, since it was so, like, highly acclaimed. Like, right word? Yeah. Yeah, because it, like, won an Academy Award, right? So... Finally got around to it.
0: First of all, what are you drinking? I'm sticking with this MacGuffins thing, even though half the time... We're drinking, we're drinking nothing. Anything.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: One, well, eventually we're going to start making cocktails related to the films, and then I will be for it.
1: I'm just drinking water today.
0: I, too, am drinking um, lemonade. So I'm not drinking water at all. Okay. <laughs> Something about so- Southern films that make me want to drink either lemonade or... Or, um, like, uh, sweet tea. Sweet and tea. I didn't have sweet tea, so I drink lemonade. It's close enough. It's kind of like, it's like sweet tea if it was made out of lemons. You
1: yeah. Like, it's a bit of a culture shock, like, tasting sweet tea and, like, it is, like, really, like, like sweet. Like, sweet. Ice. Like, actually fucking yeah. sweet.
0: Yeah. They still, I mean, they do unsweet nice iced tea, but then it's also still very sweet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm about it. Very southern thing, and you know, I grew up in Georgia myself. So he didn't used to it. Okay, I grew up. Okay, I grew but up in the south. Just
1: dist- what does that count kind of as of of California? Is- okay, you can't straight up lie. You can't just straight up well, lie on my- the podcast, Gabe.
0: <laughs> I can't, it's, it's 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 a podcast about movies, so there's always going to be a little bit of like you know movie magic mixed in there, and sometimes movie magic involves lies. Anyway. Um, okay, anyway, let me get into the fun facts before we get into the... Because I, I, I don't think there's... Like, we were discussing this about, like, uh, before we started recording, but... I don't think there's much that we can really add, because it's such a, like, serious and visceral film.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's not like, you know, there's too much commentary on our side. Especially now that it's, like, what? Like, five, seven, eight years old? So.
1: Six. Um, but, yeah.
0: Six years old. Yeah. Oh my god, I can go to kindergarten. Um <laughs> Moonlight based on well, sort of based on a play by Terrell Alvin McCraney, um, which is like a self autobiograph holy shit. Self autobiographical play oh, titled In Moonlight, Black Boys Look Blue. Um which is like kind of like about like his interactions with his mother and like her uh, her, like, um, death to AIDS. So it's kind of...
1: Oh, I see.
0: Not fully about it, but, like, a lot of the, the play carries over. And mm-hmm. then um, directed by Barry Jenkins, who also, like... I think they both grew up in the, the exact area that this movie takes place. So it's Liber City, Miami. um, And I'm pretty sure Jenkins' mother also struggled, like, a lot with the similar kind of, like, drug abuse that the Chiron's mother does in the film.
2: Oh, I see. Um,
0: so that's uh, the background for the movie. But um, did you know that the movie only cost $5 million total to make?
1: Wow, that's not a lot of money at all.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's actually, like, considering how well shot it is, yeah. it's pretty amazing. Uh-huh. There's a lot of, like, very, like well-composed scenes. Yeah. And it's even more surprising when you realize it's also, I guess it was a one a one camera film. Oh. So, yeah, for all of those shots, it was just shot from the same camera. So any of the, like, like um, tracking shots, the, like, quote-unquote aerial shots, like, from, like, the top down, those are all shot from the, the same camera, so they have to find, like, different ways to rig it.
1: And, like, get those oh. same shots,
0: which is kind of amazing.
1: That's really impressive, yeah.
0: There's, like, a lot of really, like, interesting things from how it was shot and, like, how they ended up, like, doing things certain ways.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, uh, I think um, the the actor who plays Shiron's mom. Uh, God, what's her name? Oh, God. She's in so many other things.
1: Naomi Harris?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So... I'm pretty sure, like from what I understand, she said that she would never play like a like a crack addict, but um, uh Jenkins like approached her and was like, like the movie itself is really like it's semi autobiographical,
2: mm-hmm. and like this
0: is like my story with my mom, mm-hmm. and um, she loved like the screenplay so much, and like that kind of like was the pushing point. They're like, you know what, like i'm gonna i'm gonna break this rule once because of how much like how much this story touched me and she actually ended up agreeing because of that and it's like a very like the for like a lot of the people in the film i guess it's like touches very close to home yeah yeah for a number of different reasons obviously
2: so Mm -hmm. anyway
0: those i mean a lot of those facts aren't that fun they're kind of more serious (laughs) yeah but serious facts this week yeah interesting
1: facts Mm -hmm. yeah I just wanted to add a little note before we get further into the episode. Uh, Whilst Gabe and I, we can empathize for our personal experiences as queer POC, we understand that this doesn't make up for the lived experiences of those in the queer Black community specifically. In this episode, we'll be discussing the film in ways that we can best relate to, but in no way are we speaking as ambassadors or representatives of any community at large. We're not trying to speak for anyone or over anyone. So please feel free to share your experiences with us and your opinions on this topic and this film. With that, let's get into the episode.
0: I mean, we can get right into it. What did you like? What did you not like? What, uh,
1: um, memorable
0: things from the movie that you had? Because mm-hmm. it's your first watch, this is yeah, I think second or third for me.
1: Oh, really? Okay. So yeah, yeah. Um, I, I enjoyed it, I really enjoyed it. It's, especially compared to the other films that we've watched so far, it's much more of a slower paced and it's just telling, like, someone's life story. It's like a coming-of-age film, essentially. Um, and yeah. there's nothing super dramatic about the film. And I I like that. Like, it's... It's heavy, but, like, you're still very invested into the story without any mm-hmm. super big dramatic plot twist or super anything super dramatic happening it's just that you're watching yeah. someone's life unfold essentially right and yeah. it's not a case of where like oh it's, this is like a really um what's the word like unique and extraordinary like kind of person that you're seeing it's just an ordinary experience that a lot of people will go through. Um, It's a
0: person living their life mm -hmm. and like different aspects of that will be relatable to different people.
1: Yeah. Um, Even like the sexuality stuff that they touched on which is probably my biggest draw for watching this film because we don't see a lot of um, like queer stories uh, be so like highly acclaimed films and also like I would say probably one of the most uh, popular pl- films of that year as well so mm. um,
0: que- like queer about like a like POC
1: POC too. exactly exactly um, which is obviously a very different experience than um, being a white queer person but also even like being a black queer person is also a lot mm-hmm. different as well mm-hmm. um, but the way that they touch on like the sexuality stuff isn't it's like very real yeah it like hurt my heart in a lot of ways but like nothing crazy happens you know like it's just someone who's trying to figure out like why he feels different and stuff like that and then he figures it out but then like he just kind of lives his life because that's what like sexuality doesn't have to always be like this super like big um what i'm trying to say like
0: like a lot of a lot of people don't really reach a catharsis with it right like yeah and some people unfortunately like he kind of had like a silver lining at the end that Mm -hmm. we see Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and we we don't really get like a a true answer to it like we just see you know the only person that he's ever shared a queer moment with it's like patting his head, essentially. You yeah. know, Like soothing his pain. Soothing him, we don't yeah. actually know if, if, if anything happens that's like positive for him in the end. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but with that being said, like, you know, cause some people will have that catharsis and feel welcome in a community and, uh, you know, other struggles up till then will kind of be justified. And some people will not. Yeah. You know? Unfortunately, mm-hmm. some people will just like never get to experience that.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: I think it's like the ambiguity of like him... Kind of, like, it being, like, realistically, it was his main struggle growing up. Yeah. Because, like, for whatever reason, these kids knew, right? And knew that mm-hmm. he was different and, like, were picking on him for it. Mm-hmm. And for, like, what I don't know, like, he's probably in his late 20s by the end of the film. Mm-hmm. Other than that one moment he shared on the beach with his friend, who then betrayed him. <laughs> <laughs> he's had nothing. He's had no growth and no, like, self-exploration other than, you know, it's so... um Big of a moment in his life, that one phone call is already like enough for him to like revert back to his childhood.
1: Yeah, bring ways. it, bring all of that feeling. Yeah, back. Yeah,
0: and like that's very real. You mm-hmm. know, it's super, super real and like relatable, even if it's like not like necessarily like a queer relatable moment for you know, the viewer. You know, it's mm-hmm. like because it could be like conservatism or just exploring sexuality in general you know Mm -hmm,
2: mm -hmm.
0: so i like i like that like i liked i liked how much of the story is kind of like we're just kind of like the third observer right yeah like we're in the place of the camera where it's just like we're just like you know walking about and join is like we could have been like another character really just not saying anything just seeing this guy go through his life and then other like aspects were just like kind of like hinted upon but not touched upon. Just in, like, real subtle ways. But, like, they're still, like, very important to the story. Like, that, I don't know if you caught it, but, like, that first scene where he comes home after having been, like, chased away by those boys, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where we were first introduced to him. And he comes home and, like, the mom is, like, oh, the second time. When she lets him in.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then they, they, they pick up all that crap off the table and then they go to the room oh yeah that was like I think I'm pretty sure like, that's the first moment that she's introduced to drugs and oh. that like from then is her downfall you know what I mean oh I see
1: yes. so like
0: stuff like that are just like so tiny and kind of throw away in the moment uh-huh. but like have such big like ramifications in the end
1: which is honestly how it is realistically right because in the moment you don't know how yeah. big that moment's going to be yeah and then obviously that Absolutely. became a super turning point for his mother and how he like his mother treated him and how she became mm-hmm. like an absolute parent from that point onwards um yeah yeah
0: it's so sick because like at first like you know obviously like she shows up she's in her nice bright scrubs she's a uh, an lpn which is like a licensed practicing nurse i forget like it's it's a tear down from like a, a nurse who went to like a four-year university
2: mm-hmm.
0: i f- don't know what it stands for but it's like um are still a nurse yeah just yeah, is like a less study but like uh so she's you know she's got like a white collar job Mm -hmm. she's she's obviously got her own place she's a single mom Mm -hmm. and she's like still like hyper protective of him and like really like involved in his life and trying to be as much as a single mom can be
2: yeah and then
0: like you said like from that point on it gets to the point where she's like oh you can't be here tonight baby like i got visitors blah 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 blah. yeah or i know you went to that other that other lady give me the money I know she gave you, you know? Yeah, yeah. The roles kind of switch, and then obviously switch again near the end, but in the, I, th- I think that part's, like, also super real, especially, like, if you've known anyone that's sad, like, any kind of substance abuse or, like, other type of addiction. It's like that, it took her life, you know? Yeah, yeah. Truly, and I don't know. It's rough, especially for a kid that's kind of not in himself, it doesn't yeah. know anything, and then now he's contending with an adult who doesn't know anything on top of that.
1: Yeah. It's rough. And something that, like, is touched upon in this film is... I think he has so much... Um, like, a lot of people who go through, like, a relationship like that with a parent, you know, you, you battle between forgiving not forgiving that kind of struggle with a parent like that and Mm. they portray it very well it's that it's not as clear-cut as like oh i forgive you for what happened i don't forgive you for what happened because we never it never is outright said right when they're having that conversation when she's i assume in rehab it's just a case of his mom realized that she wasn't there for him as a mother and she fucked up and she knows that he doesn't have to forgive her. Uh, And he doesn't necessarily say he does, but he's still like, you know, comforting her and just being there in the moment with her and stuff like that and being vulnerable and crying in front of her and just that kind of moment. And it's, it's nothing like super dramatic or like, it's nothing more than that you know it's just a moment that happens Mm -hmm. and i feel like that's it was a really real moment um and a very heavy moment as well because like that kind of reconciliation is really difficult and it's not as simple as just forgiving someone or not forgiving someone you know because they're your parent and we're so conditioned to have so much leniency for our parents and stuff like that so it's i don't know it was very yeah. nice to see like a it the entire film was very realistic to what that kind of experience is like it's not it's not black yeah. and white really you know
0: the only thing that's kind of like um a little bit like uh suspend disbelief is the uh honestly i think the the <laughs> juan juan's character like um taking this kid and just fucking like, you know what, fuck it, I'm taking you home with me because I know this isn't the right place for kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the only one that's kind of like... I've known, like, you know, I've, I've kind of been a lot of places in my life, uh-huh. and I've known people who are in that, like, uh, that lifestyle who are very much like that. Yeah, right? like yeah. Who are like, I, I do this because this is how I need to survive. Yeah. But you shouldn't because you're a fucking kid, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I've seen that. Yeah,
1: personally. yeah.
0: But at the same time... I've also seen the ones who are like, you get the fuck out of here. I'm going to fucking kill you kind of mm-hmm. guys too. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's very like the fact that that even happened, you know, if you're not like, uh, you know, as aware, it's like, that's kind of, that doesn't seem right. But even that it's like very human. It is. You know? Yeah. Very, very human. And, um, I don't know. It's like, uh, It's just a bunch of, like, little, like, puzzle pieces. It's, like, glimpses of of someone's life, Mm -hmm. right? That make, um, the entire movie good. But at the same time, it's, like... Because it's, like, like you said at the beginning. It's not, like... There's not, like, no overall plot. You're literally kind of just watching it as a voyeur, you know? Mm
2: -hmm, mm Mm-hmm.
0: Just seeing how this person interacts in the experience that he's been given. Um... And I think like I can see why uh it wouldn't be liked. You know, I can see it's like it's really slow. Yeah, I, I told Stell going into this that like I, it's it's an hour and forty something minute runtime. But even I I enjoyed the film a lot, but I felt like fucking ages to me. It felt <laughs> like I like when I watched it the first time, it felt like I was there for nine hours. I'm not kidding
1: yeah not yeah like,
0: dude fuck we're like what the fuck is going on i feel like i live this kid's life <laughs> you know what i
1: mean <laughs> yeah yeah
0: um i have like some other nitpicky things
2: mm-hmm.
0: but it's not like it's it's just like something i noticed not necessarily an actual critique
2: what
0: like uh the kid he goes from obviously time passes right but he goes from like this like little kid to like this fucking like beanstalk <laughs>
2: kid. Yeah, yeah.
0: And then like he's just fucking like jacked as fuck and like stocky. <laughs> and it's like in this third, like the third decade or whatever it is. Yeah. And like, bro, like he went from like honestly looking like I don't know, like he was about to like,
2: get like blown
0: crane. <laughs> like get blown up yeah. by the wind, yeah. And then he turns into fucking like legit like the dude looks sorta of like fifty cent. Like a he, young fifty yeah, cent.
1: Yeah, when I looked at him I was like, huh <laughs>
0: And i was just like what the fuck this is not the same kid yeah <laughs> obviously yeah i mean obviously but like yeah i just it's just like damn dude like kind of at least got like a tall dude <laughs> like, I don't know.
2: <laughs> yeah yeah
0: with that being said they're all i think they all like he didn't say much during the film any of his iterations mm-hmm. but like the his like facial expressions and his like uh
1: mannerisms is
0: like mannerisms were fucking yeah. perfect for the role
1: yeah perfect.
0: it's like a kid trying to act a certain way because that's what he knows is quote unquote the way to act yeah but like turmoil like he's obviously like fucking like an awkward kid about it yeah but like it's obvious like it's like the the like turmoil like between the exterior front
1: mm. and, like his
0: actual like interior feelings and like with this character it's so hard to fucking break into it right yeah. and he he shows that really well in the few lines and like interactions he has. Hmm. What were you gonna say?
1: I was gonna say like when it goes into the third act, when he's like an adult and stuff. Um, like we see him try to not. I wouldn't say like act hard because he doesn't like to do the whole thing, but like he's his his mannerisms when he's um in Atlanta is very different. But then, like the mo- literally the mm-hmm. moment he picks up the phone it's the exact same kid that we saw like 20 minutes ago yeah like yeah yeah and that really it's really telling of the acting and like the skill of acting to be able to capture that same like sort of awkward very like timid kind of uh mannerisms that the kid had when he was like a teenager and a child and stuff like that and then when he's actually with kevin at the end like you he's he, he just seems so awkward like just talking to him, like in the kitchen and stuff like that yeah. he, he's he he even though he's this massive dude it's almost like he he goes back to this being like this small child again
0: timid little kid yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely yeah that's that's perfect because it's like we see him interacting with a kid that he's like working for him right mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and he's just like fucking hard ass like obviously like experienced kind of like drug dealing kind of dude mm-hmm and as soon as this fucking guy cooks him like a like a random ass dinner, Cuban dinner, he's like, "Oh, okay."
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. What you What you mean? <laughs> he's like all shy and shit. Yeah. Just really, I th- I thought it was so good.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Loved it. I don't know. I, I think the acting across the board. Oh yeah. Was just so good.
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. I know I've seen um. What else is Juan's actor in? Mar, Mar- how do you say? he's Marshaala.
1: Yeah, Marshaala Ali. Ali Ali Yeah. He's, he's what else hungry, is he in? I I've,
0: I've seen him in like so many things. I feel like,
1: um, I've seen him in the Hunger Games, but it's not exactly one of his like standout roles. <laughs> um.
0: <laughs> he's in a uh, that's what the I've seen him recently in. He's in a book, bu- a not in a in a book. Bu- it's called Green Book, but he's in a fucking movie with fucking Viggo Mortensen.
1: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. He
0: plays like a like a like a jazz like pianist. And like Viggo is like his driver and like bodyguard kind of guy, oh, and they go through the south, and it's like uh, it's like you know obviously like segregation era south, mm-hmm. and it's a really fucking like wild. He plays a completely opposite type of dude. Not today. He's like a like really like Harvard like I don't know like Harvard chain, but like he's like a really prim and proper like fancy jazz pianist. Very very like I'm not low in the totem pole and you respect me and Viggo Mortensen's like uh, this like uh, kind of like mob like Italian dude and he's like yeah man you don't fucking treat my fucking penis like that we we don't gotta be here man let's cool. go <laughs> it's so fucking weird it's a yeah. wild movie but yeah like uh god he's he's a really good fucking actor too yeah so he
1: really, really is he's really yeah. good
0: I like him a lot
1: <laughs> he played one of my favorite characters in the Hunger Games so
0: <laughs> Who's who's that?
1: he played Boggs um, who is like the military general in District Thirteen? Um, okay. It's not a super big role, but in the book, is a, is a great character. Um,
2: mm-hmm. He dies,
1: but you know.
2: Smaller.
1: Yeah, <laughs> You've seen yeah. it. <laughs> um, uh,
0: yeah, when I remember. Also,
1: Janelle Monet is in this. I didn't realize oh, how yeah. much she actually like acts like. She, uh, yeah, cute. yeah. Because I, I knew her first and foremost as a musician um mm-hmm. so i and i but i've seen her in multiple films that she's in so mm-hmm. <laughs> um is she is from
0: the south The because south? she uh, always does that that same like uh whenever she plays a southern character she always has, has that same exact like southern like Kansas. type of accent that she does oh yep. she okay I, yeah. yeah that's the south i guess yeah Cause I was like, what the cause she did the same exact accent she did in uh, uh the class onion. onion. <laughs>
1: yeah, like <laughs> same like, with that one. Is, is that yeah. her? No-
0: is that her normal accent? I don't know.
1: <laughs> She's just a ph- phenomenal accent, though. Cause in that film, like yeah. her switching accents is insane, like so insane. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah,
0: y'all, I love her. Yeah, yeah, and she does a really good like um, it's kind of like a like a trope or like a. I know Donald Glover got made fun of it for it during like his, like one of his songs where it's kind of like, it's all the like different like powerful black men pe- being kind of like soothed by like their, their black mom. You know what oh, I mean? Oh,
1: yeah. And like yeah,
0: yeah. the role of like a black woman in a black man's life to be that soothing, like, oh, come here, baby. Like, don't worry about it kind of thing.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: like, it is a trope, and I I, I can see why it would be cliche, but she plays it so well in this movie. Like she's like, she's kind of hard on him a little bit, but you know she's also very like obviously like cares about this kid who's like fucking obviously doesn't know anything going on. Yeah, and like he like you feel like the the love from her character a hundred percent.
1: hmm Oh, speaking of which, um, that one scene in the kitchen where he's like what's an f word i'm not gonna say (laughs) it like you know uh and then they like basically say to him like he doesn't need to know how he feels about that kind of stuff like he doesn't really need to know his sexuality and if it when if and when it comes up it comes up and like i really even though i personally i think it's, it's somewhat not too realistic Um, at least, like... I mean, I'm sure there are parents, like, PLC parents like that. But, Mm -hmm. obviously, a lot of PLC parents uh, are also very bigoted or, like, have very conservative values when it comes to that kind of stuff, at least from my experience or just from other people's experience that I've met. So, like, that conversation Mm -hmm. was very nice to have, like, to hear. But to me, I was like... Oh, like, <laughs> like I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of people don't have that same experience, right? Um, and they dealt with it in the right way. And it almost feels like anybody yeah. who's watching that, especially, like, young black gay people watching that, might feel a little bit of comfort just hearing that through the screen, that kind yeah. of thing, because it's not, it's not an exper- experience that's shared by everyone, unfortunately, so...
0: Oh, yeah. In fact, yeah, I feel like it's like something that, even in like, um, cause my household is very inclusive, as like hard as, like, my I come from like a fucking primarily like Catholic, like, <laughs> like <laughs> you oh, know really? what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, my grandma was hella Catholic. My dad, for a while, was still like, every time we drive by like the parish, he like fucking do like the sign of the cross and shit. <laughs> and, um, like, now, I, I don't think, like, if I if I were to, like, come out, let's say,
2: mm-hmm. I don't
0: think um there would ever be an issue. I don't think there would have been regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, But, like, even in my family, it's, like, I feel like as supportive as they are, I don't think I'd even get that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think <laughs> yeah. they take the time to be, like, like oh, yeah, that's, don't worry. That's just the world trying to beat you down. I think, you know, they'd also still kind of be, like, Kind of gotta hide it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, which sucks. Yeah, Um, but yeah, I think I I think a lot of people, not necessarily like need it, but it's good to see that kind of um, interaction on the big screen, especially Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: because that means it does at least to a certain extent exist in the world, you know?
1: Yeah, and it 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 does, but yeah, um, yeah, it was nice to see that, and obviously we do get the like kind of. Bigger experience from the bullies and stuff like that bullies, uh, yeah.
0: which like that part is so obvious like you have a bit more of a negative experience with that kind of stuff than i do mm-hmm. i just i've never fucking seen like that kind of like targeted bullying you know what i mean yeah and like maybe too because it's like my person I, i'm you know i'm stubborn <laughs> knows this. i'm very stubborn and i'm very like Opinionated when it comes to certain things, or it's like if I saw like a friend going through that, or like even a stranger, I wouldn't stand for it. So it's hard for me mm-hmm. to like even real like come to grips that like there are people that fucking fucked up in the world,
1: yeah. or just like
0: be like complete like disparaging pieces of shit, you know? Just
1: dicks for no fucking reason, really. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I never ex- like saw our experience it to that extent where people like that guy was just being a dickhead to be a dickhead like there was really no mm. reason for it um, no. but like in my experience and the, the the things that I've seen it's, it's much more like not subtle but it's less like outright where it's like oh we're gonna fucking beat you up in the parking lot that kind of thing Um, it's more like making fun of people it's always the same person or pur- purposely excluding people and then like and then laughing at them and that kind of stuff or having to say something when they stand up that kind of stuff that kind of behavior is usually what it was but yeah. i never saw like homophobia in that extent um at least like not people just calling people the F slur and be like you know I'm gonna beat you up because you seem gay that kind of thing never saw that but yeah. I, I knew people who were excluded from their friend groups when they came out um, it was a guy that's so nuts. yeah it was a guy and that does happen more in like male circles because obviously it's like a very toxic masculinity thing as well like yeah. weaved into that um, so that's un- you know an unfortunate <laughs> Thing that i've seen but i uh, obviously there it does exist to this extent where people are just like oh you seem like you're gay because you're feminine or you're not super masculine so we're gonna fucking bully you <laughs> that kind of thing you know i've heard a lot of anecdotes about that kind of stuff so
0: mm-hmm. yeah i do see even today like even like t- in the year of our lord 2023 <laughs> <laughs> yeah like i see <laughs> I see and experience like micro transgressions like that all the time. They're mm-hmm. ag- aggression. I say transgression, but same thing, kind of. I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. It's like it's. I guess it still exists so much where it's like the amount of like low key disparaging like queer jokes I've heard this month. Yeah. Like indirectly, and it's just like, dude, like, come on, like, it's one. There's so many gay people that are out now, and mm-hmm. two, it's like, it just makes you look stupid, you know. So I'm glad that that's kind of going away But yeah, I guess it's still so subtle That It's hard to like realize them all Unless like you're really like aware of them Yeah Cause like even then like it gets Kind of like a pass, you know
1: Yeah it does cause I guess as queer people we've kind of been taught That yeah people are gonna be bigoted People are gonna be hateful and you just have to Take it in stride and ignore it or, you yeah. know, you can say something and fight back, obviously, right? But, like, it, we are taught that it's a part of the experience. And that's such a shame. But it's just the way it mm. is. It's it's to protect ourselves. We have to be prepared for that kind of stuff. Um. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. But even, like, yeah. online and stuff, you still, still see, like, people just being like that. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I mean,
0: how much did we experience in the last week even
1: yeah we've been playing Valorant oh, yeah and like the amount of people think I don't know how people why people think it's so funny <laughs> to be like homophobic like you just sound like an idiot yeah. you sound like a like an old man yelling at cloud like it's so stupid it's,
0: it's fucking <laughs> wild too because the specific like so in Valorant right not to get in the weeds a video but,
1: game but
0: <laughs> A video game that yeah. we can play. Obviously, it's multiplayer, so we interact with other people sometimes. But you can like choose little banners that kind of like either they're either cool art or they can represent you in different ways, or you just like you know like the cool words on it, whatever.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We've chose specific flags, um, like colors of flags of ours that are like pride related. But the ones that we have aren't even like necessarily like fucking like like. Like homosexual, you know what I mean? They're queer, obviously, but like one's like pansexual,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and the other's asexual, like demi. So it's like
1: De- demisexual, Bro, like, yeah. you could
0: be, you could be like fucking straight, technically. Yeah, this like, like it's a, the fact that they're just like ah, oh, you guys are so gay. Yeah, as like an insult is wild because it's like, like you just don't know. You just see pretty colors and you think ah, oh, this is fucking weird yeah
1: and then and then they'll be like you know oh i hate gay people we hate gay people it's just like i don't care like
0: yeah, yeah.
1: i don't the, these <laughs> like it's it's usually like younger kids as well which is such a shame that they're yeah. like picking this stuff up even though we we like to think that as time has moved on but people have become more progressive 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 and like accepting of that kind of stuff but we hear young kids like teenagers saying that shit and it's like
0: with like no real like basis for it either
1: no and it's so I
0: guess I guess if we're live like proving I'm wrong (laughs) it does very much exist
1: yeah yeah it does exist and it's like they're not there's no point in it like there is it doesn't make you sound cool you know we're literally playing a video game where it doesn't fucking matter i'm not trying to push my sex like a lot of people like don't push your sexuality on me and stuff like that that kind of stuff right but like it's just colors on your screen (laughs) like it it gets people so mad yeah
0: because like it's not like uh, like the way that it's displayed too once you're in the it's it shows for like five like like 30 seconds (laughs) if that you're loading in yeah and then after that you never see it again Mm -hmm. so the fact that it like makes people go crazy as much as it does is kind of wild but i can see how if you're like bigoted enough to just like be that like toxic online obviously there's going to be some like power and anonymity but
2: yeah
0: if you're like that into the void where like you're willing to just like disparage someone that much online. I can see why, or, like you get off like uh, fucking like bullying someone in person for it.
1: Yeah, like, exactly. I, yeah, I, I can see it. Yeah. So,
0: it, damn, dude, that sucks. <laughs>
1: yeah, it really it's does, <laughs> and it's it's just. I also thought we moved past this era of like being edgy. So like you have like you you should be like homophobic transphobic uh, sexist or to be like edgy like I thought we moved past that stage where we call things gay as in like an insult, but very much no <laughs> like people are very much still like that and it's it's somehow yeah s- young kids are still learning that kind of stuff and it's really
2: yeah
1: upsetting because <laughs> it's the same shit that these kids in like in this film were like saying and stuff and we haven't moved on that much from it
2: <laughs> yeah
1: yeah
0: and it's like not even like um it's not like because obviously with the whole like um like trans like identity kind of bullshit that people were like peddling not anti-trans i did not need to clarify that <laughs> but like the whole like yeah, there's, like, one out of five people are trans these days. It's really affecting the kids. And it's, like, dude, like, no. It's still very much probably, like, less than a percentage mm-hmm. of, like, people in the world yeah. are trans. And it might uptake a little bit more once people are comfortable talking about it.
2: Mm-hmm. But,
0: like, it's not an, a significant part of the population at all. It's a it's significant part enough that, like, there needs to be some, you know... um, Identity and protections Put in for Like people who Are part of that group Mm -hmm. But not to the point Where it's like Oh my god Everywhere I look Is a trans person
1: It's crazy So it's like These people Have always been here Trans people Have always been here Mm -hmm. It's just people Feel Slightly more comfortable To come out now And to talk Mm -hmm. about Their experience And to tell people It's okay If you are trans And if you have This experience And stuff like that Or if you are gay And you have this experience Like that's just what it is like those people have always been here the community has always been here it's just that now people feel more comfortable and i don't know it's well
0: that too i want to say because it's like now that people like obviously we're to the point where like people are more out Mm -hmm. and like we see that like it's like being at least some part like identifying as queer is really fucking common Mm -hmm. right because mm-hmm. it's all, like, a spectrum, right? Like, I I like either one, but obviously, for me, I like women more. And it's mm-hmm. just, like, that's just where I land on this crazy, silly sexual spectrum that we're on. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, that's, you know, that's normal for everyone. Mm-hmm. It's not your—it's less likely that you're going to find someone who is completely one way or the other. You know what I mean?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, the, so with that being said, <laughs> I was going to say, like— um it's crazy how, like, much we try to alienate, like, groups like that. Because it's, like, more than likely, especially, like, just queer as a, as a like, in general term. More than likely, someone in your community or someone close to you is going to identify as that. Yeah. If they're hiding it, I don't know. But, like, someone there is dealing with that very much as part of their identity, and it's who they are.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: you're just, like, making the world a shittier place for them. Yeah. <laughs> like... Cause it's like it's not it's not like it was just Chiron and Kevin. There's probably like tens, if not hundreds, of other students in that class that were also fucking dealing with that kind of stuff. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't know. We kind of like <laughs> 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 so yeah. fucking identity politics, man, just pisses us off.
1: Yeah, but I mean, obviously, especially with this film, we're coming from a like a perspective of obviously the black community and stuff like that and mm-hmm. there's obviously a very different conversation to be had about like masculinity for like black people um for black men so to say um and like it's a lot of that is still like perpetuated and stuff like that so for yeah absolutely um, yeah so for like a movie t- to come out about this kind of stuff especially it's 2016 so it's not that long ago really um yeah it's a very important movie and it's not even like a case of where they're trying to, like, oh, rub gayness into your face or whatever. It's just someone's experience, no. you know? And yeah. it's so, it's a very simple watch, even though it is heavy. It's important that you're open minded to watch it to be able to understand that this is an experience that so many people go through, even still. Yeah.
0: Is there any yeah? Is there anything else that like really stood out to you?
1: Um. Oh, the color, the color grading in this film. Yeah. Wonderful. <laughs> I love it so much. Like yeah. the, the cinematography. The cinematography was good, but like the color grading really brought it up to a different level.
0: I think I, I read that like the um, like the director and obviously cinematographer are very like f- big fans of like analog. And like just still photography. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they took a lot of like that kind of like um um shot composition and like styling and put it into the film. Yeah. So like uh that kind of stuff really does show like really, really well. Cause all the even like especially all the like still angle shots are fucking like they could they could be like a you know time photograph, honestly.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And, like, the, the, the way that they're shot with the colour is bang on.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure in my um, aesthetics of, like, media or whatever class it was called, like, we did also discuss a lot of, like, the composition and colour in a lot of stills from this film, specifically, because they mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. really great.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. hmm I thought the um, the music choices, too, were very interesting, yeah. Very, uh, obviously like local to Miami for, yeah. for one. And then also very just like, um, I don't know. It just felt like, uh, kind of natural how everything was presented, you know?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I, I like that a lot. It was just kind of, kind of like a Passover kind of thing, but also very kind of unique to the film.
1: Yeah, for sure. I guess one subject, topic like that they touched on in this film is like, being vulnerable um yeah Yeah. and i think those are the most like hard-hitting moments is when you see him be so vulnerable like in a lot of especially the beginning he doesn't talk a lot he's just staring and not speaking and like being so closed off and then you have this moment with like kevin on the beach or like the moments with his mom or even, like, the moment when he's talking with Kevin and he talks about, like, crying a lot. And that, at least... I'm not dude, but I... You know, it's something that, obviously, <laughs> men are told, like, you know, men shouldn't cry or whatever the fuck, like that, right? But to have two young black kids, like, discussing that being, like, talking about... Openly talking about crying and stuff like that, that was nice. Um, yeah. And him crying with his mum... Um, and then just him, like, be- literally being comforted at the end. I think, like, it's nice to see, like, them basically portray, like, it's okay to be vulnerable and stuff like that. And it's very normal to want to have these moments and to have these moments and stuff like that. So that's that's one thing I really liked. And that's, those were the moments that, like, kind of hit me in the gut. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I'd yeah. agree there. Mm-hmm. It's hard, like, um, as someone who did grow up with toxic masculinity as part of my everyday life, mm-hmm. um, like, uh, I think it does, um, I don't know, even just, like, the, the having that trust in friend, you know? Yeah. That is, like, hey, like, dude, like, it's, it's okay, like, it's okay to feel things. hmm It like, goes a long way to, like, eventually cracking that shell, right? Because it's, it's it's hard, like, even now, you know? Like, um i forget the statistic but it's something like one of the reasons why a lot of like older men don't come out about like childhood abuse is because of that right yeah so you'll see like men who like obviously went through abuse like as a kid won't like open up to people until like their 40s or 50s
2: you know Mm -hmm.
0: which is just it's just all in like inborn into the culture of like no 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 like you can't like you like you're, you're you're gonna be a grown man soon you can't like dwell on these things you can't cry about it you can't blah 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 and then before you know it like you're thrust into a position of like you have to be a man and provide for your family or provide for whatever and like there's never ever like a a chance in that pipeline for those men especially in like the hardest like um hit communities of this
2: mm-hmm.
0: that like are okay it's okay to not be okay
2: you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Like, in, in my in in my career even like in the short time i've been a, like a working adult has it just been at least somewhat like um even not frowned upon to go to therapy or find like extra help
2: mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm.
0: like i i saw that change in my 10 year long <laughs> period of working where I work. Yeah. Which is fucking crazy. Cause yeah. I like, I'm, I am I, feel like I'm part of that generation that can finally open up to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we even see it in this film where it's like the mom is like, you know, maybe like, maybe it's time to go to therapy and like talk to someone else about these things. So that's yeah. cool to see.
1: That's really, really that's cool. cool yeah. I also really liked how like, obviously Kevin betrays him. He like beats him up and stuff like that. But, Oh, what's his name? What's the... Oh, Sharon, like, very much, like, takes it in stride. You know, he's aware that he did what he had... Like, Kevin did what he had to, to, like, survive in high school. And that, I guess, in a way, like, things just happen. And, like, people do stuff. And, like, he didn't hold it over Kevin. Yeah. He just accepted it and was willing to just move past it. And... It's, I think that was like a really nice part of the story where he didn't like, you know, he wasn't super angry, bitter towards him because he understood, he understood that if it wasn't, if it wasn't going to be Chiron, it probably would have been Kevin (laughs) instead or, you know, or another kid, frankly. Um, Yeah. So that was nice. Not, I'm not saying that you do need to forgive those people who do that kind of stuff to you but because he was yeah. friends with Kevin he understood a bit more from his perspective. That's a good point. Mm-hmm.
0: I assume that our fun uh yeah. I assume that our fun will like real score will not be that high. So we we'll so just if ignore you want to start it. With that. Well no, we're just oh, ign- I thought you were be like.
1: will we'll just completely oh, ignore the fun rating because I was actually gonna give
0: like a okay, fine. Alright. Well you gonna we'll you gonna it, give it everyone.
1: Yeah. Well you, did you wanna what? give it a fundraising? Because I'm just like, well it's not exactly the most fun film, is it? I wasn't
0: <laughs> gonna give it a one. No. No, I get it. No, it's fine. It's not relevant. It's fine. Yeah. I was thinking about like, I was trying to be fucking tactful, but okay. It's just it's um, just serious
1: in it, so we can just ignore it from this film. <laughs> I
0: okay, <don't care>, whatever. <laughs> um So, serious rating, tell me.
1: Right now. I is this i don't know if it's controversial but um i don't know it's it's not a tough one but for now i give it a 7.5 which is still good
0: (laughs) why is that controversial
1: because a lot of people think this film's like incredible and it is like a very groundbreaking film I, i do think um but like i won't say like it's so high that I'd be like oh this is one of my favorite films or like it's immediately like a film that I want to see over and over again that kind of thing I guess I think
0: yeah yeah if you separate something from it like being groundbreaking yeah and like the actual like serious critique of it yeah that's fine like I don't think there's any issue with that like I don't think like um like to win an Oscar for best picture right doesn't Mm -hmm. necessarily mean it has to be the best like um technically right
1: yeah yeah.
0: because there's movies that are just like classics in spite of being campy or whatever else
1: mm-hmm. and I was just gonna say like it touches on a lot of very real topics very raw and real topics without being super dramatic and it's just a it is a simple watch really um and it looks oh, great that was simple <laughs> it looks great and the acting's brilliant. And, like, there, there isn't much that I can fault this movie on, really, truly. Um, but because it's... I wouldn't say it's something I'd watch over and over again. That kind of thing. So that's why I'm not giving it, like, a, a higher thing. It's still good. Yeah. But, yeah. You done? Yeah.
0: You finished?
1: I am finished. Well,
0: unlike you, I rated it a little bit higher.
1: Mm.
0: I would give it probably, like, an eight. I'd say, solidly. Um shot really well the story even though it's not like necessarily like quote unquote plot driven is compelling right yeah like i cared about Shiron. i cared about i cared about just about all the characters in it really except for the the kid that got a fucking chair through his head because he deserved it but um other than that like it's it's kind of hard because it's not as much there's substance but there's not as much like film to judge it by you know what i mean yeah because it's like Shiron's characters he didn't fucking say much at all you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, he didn't say anything. but in, And in that not saying anything, it said a lot. That's where the substance came from. Mm-hmm. So, with that in mind is why I rate it a little bit higher.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I love... Um, I don't know. I just love that it was willing to take on a lot of, like, very serious topics. Right? Yeah. Because it's not just... wasn't just being, like... Black in my eye, I me mean. wasn't just being queer. It wasn't just being like having to deal with like a an absentee parent who's, um, you know, succumbing to drug abuse. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not having lost a father figure. One, not one way, but two ways, because he lost his actual dad.
2: Mm-hmm. We don't
0: even know about him. And then two, his adoptive, essentially like his mentor dad, dies part way through the film, and we're like, fuck. You know what I mean?
1: And it's like a passing um, thing that they mentioned as well. <laughs>
0: Yeah. So, yeah which is like you know such is life c'est la vie
1: yeah
0: um, the only thing that really kind of like drew it back for me is cause it's the same thing it's like I don't necessarily think films have to be multiple watch type of films to be rated high yeah but the, I told you the first time I watched this film I don't know what the <laughs> fuck it was even though I liked it a lot if I felt like man I aged watching this film it was the same for me like with dune i liked dune a lot but man did i feel like i was like simultaneously did it feel fast but i also felt like i aged a decade in that film i don't know what the how the fuck that works that film is like like,
1: super long though to be fair so yeah
0: so yeah it was but it's like it's just like the like pacing uh what's it called not not even just the pacing it's just like a weird like because like how do you pace like a a character-driven movie like that you know what i mean
1: mm-hmm.
0: well there's like literally nothing like there's nothing nothing, going
1: on. No, nothing know, really happening yeah
0: yeah like it's not like there's not like any like actual like big like st- plot pieces to like move things
1: mm-hmm.
0: you're just literally watching a kid grow it's like boyhood i i've watched boyhood once it's that <laughs> movie where <laughs> yeah, they yeah, like watch like you know ethan hawk and like they follow his him through his life I just assumed that boyhood's pacing is gonna be fucking feel like whack, just because of how it's like the, the film, you know, the topic. Yeah. Um. I don't know because I don't remember, but.
1: No, yeah. yeah anyway, eight
0: eight out of ten. Mm-hmm. I liked it a lot. Um, I don't know how to improve it, but it just it doesn't feel right to give it a little bit higher because it's like.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's how I feel.
0: I don't know why. I I I couldn't explain it. It just doesn't feel. Feel proper i don't know
1: yeah it's it just, it's, like just like like it's just a great film it's just
0: a great film it was fucked up about me man I feel, i'm feel sad
1: because
0: <laughs> i liked it so much yeah. um yeah no it was, it's a great film it's, it's, there is a watch there it does watch. it
1: does yeah happy pride <laughs> let's go thank you guys for listening to our podcast we hope you enjoyed and we'd love to hear your thoughts about Moonlight, even though it's obviously been a bit since it's come out. But, um,
0: yeah, talk to us about queer people in a positive way.
1: Please. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> let us know if you have any suggestions for films. Um, and we'll see you next time.
0: <laughs> next week is Stell's Choice. It's probably going to be ass.
1: Yep i've run out of the good movies i've genuinely have run out of like the good like the good critically acclaimed or whatever movies Well like, i'm
0: gonna enjoy it baby
1: hey <laughs> i hope so okay mm-hmm. bye bye
0: i'm gabe that was still see you
1: bye